Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxie, and today I'm joined by a man who's a big Gus Johnson guy. Well, his wife only tells me he's just a big Johnson guy. It's Egg Burger. Egg, how are you doing this fine morning, good sir? I'm, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, huge Gus Johnson guy. When he when he goes off and, and just starts screaming, I love it. And I tell you what, I, I you know, I live up here in North Jersey, and he, was, uh, he used to be the radio play-by-play guy for the Knicks uh, back when Ooh. they were dreadful. When they were dreadful for years, so so he had the, the tough task of making the Knicks sound exciting on the radio. Oh and I tell you what, I tell you what, he did a good job. Well, yeah, I mean, if if he if he can make the Knicks sound good, that that Knicks era team sound good on the radio, boy, can he make an Iowa offense sound interesting? <laughs> I mean, that, that was that was a that was a tough job for him last night, but uh, you know, he's he's the best. He's the best. I wish he, I wish he was doing NFL again, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take the him trying to make the Iowa offense sound exciting. Yeah, well, you know, uh, th- thank goodness it, it, we don't have to worry about that for too much longer. At least uh, trying try to make the uh, Iowa offense sound interesting. You know, it feels like uh, if if you want to get a good gig, I'm just throwing this out there to any high school punters, long snappers, etc. If you want to get a lot of good film out there, what you should really do is go to Iowa. If you want to be a punter, you want to get a lot of kicks in. You want to you want to play at a high level. You go to Iowa. If you want to be a you know like a long snapper, puts out a lot of film, lot of film. Go to Iowa. You know, special team or on on punt teams. You want to be a gunner in the NFL? Go to Iowa. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. There there are punt teams out there uh, more than any other uh, part of the team. Right. It's uh you know the offense is actually the third aspect of the game. Special teams is number two for that team. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Holy cow. Well, uh, yesterday was a nice eventful day. There was a lot of sporting happening. What were, what were you watching yesterday? Ed? What, what were you into? What were you, what were you partaking in? Um, I actually didn't, didn't watch a whole lot of sports yesterday. We had uh, my niece's eighth birthday party. So, so we were at that in the afternoon. And uh, then uh, last night, you know, we're just watching some, some TV with my wife. And I, I did watch a little bit of the Michigan-Iowa game before I went to bed. But that's, that's about it yesterday. Well, that's about the right place to put that game right before bed. It's a nice, nice, yeah. you know, <laughs> warm up, warm up into <laughs> into the bed. Oh uh, man! Well, yesterday I know I was watching a lot. Uh, I've been posting my uh, NBA rest based model picks in the book club yesterday. For for the first time in the season, we had a perfect day. We went three and zero on all of our picks, doubling up on a Costanza that had an over fifty two fifty two and a half in it. By the way, that that hit just just by the skin of our teeth, but that one uh, just snuck by. Finally, we're fine. Uh, we we are well in the green now with the rest based model. So I uh, unfortunately though today no games, no NBA games. So I'm, we're gonna have to focus fully on the NFL. Are, are are you prepared to do that today, Egg? 
Um, it's going to be tough, but I think I think we can I think we can handle it, Saxy. I know, I know. Well, you know, the schedule makers didn't do us many favors outside of that uh, 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 the, the 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 marquee matchup of the week, 49ers Eagles. Um, although there, there's some interesting stuff in there, there, there might be some interesting stuff for us to, uh, to to chop up and get into. But before we get to that, y'all know every Sunday I check in with the backdoor boys about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, egg. I want to take a look at the NFL playoff picture. Now, uh, we, as I've mentioned before, we complain about how, uh, you know, the NFL, they keep adding playoff teams. Oh, man. Uh, in the MLB, they add playoff teams. Oh, man. It's so watered down, this thing. And yeah, you know what? The first week, uh, the first weekend of wildcard, uh, games when we got, uh, what is it? Six games. And normally there's, it's like, it's like a, like a 1 p.m. Eastern Saturday game, that one that tends to be like, let's say, you know, a real middling Titans team or a real middling Jaguars team plays another middling non-AFC South opponent that just barely snuck into the playoffs. Uh, we, we normally get something like that on those weekends. And uh, spinning forward, though, uh, first off, do you think that um, the, the playoffs are a little bit watered down like this? Or do you think that it does add a little bit more intrigue having uh, seven seeds in, on both conferences? Um, I'm, I'm probably leaning towards the more of a watered down, the watered down side. Um, you know, the, the extra, the extra wildcard team, I don't know. It's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Um, unless it's, you know, unless it happens to be my team, the one that that's, that's getting that extra spot, but that, that, yeah. <laughs> that hasn't, that hasn't been the case the last couple of years. So I, you know, not, not, not a huge fan of it. I, I thought, I always thought the, the NFL, playoff structure was pretty perfect you got yeah two your top two teams in each conference gets a bye um and then you know they got the first round and then you know i, I always thought it was perfect and they add this extra team not only one team gets a bye um it, you know it it, it kind of sucks but you know what the, the nfl is making more money off it so you know it's never going to go away now yeah, I, you know, I don't know my numbers on player injuries, but I wonder if kind of yeah, there was always talk about rust versus uh you know uh, where kind of things like that in the when it comes to the playoffs having that extra week of rest i wonder if the nfl looked at it and said it's not really that huge of an advantage in fact it may be better for these teams to kind of keep playing from an injury standpoint and just keep going through uh and only offer that you know really to to two teams in the entire league uh getting that um break well uh i wanted to pull up the playoff picture which i have done here uh egg so i don't know if you can see what i got uh but there's some interesting stuff happening here first off uh one team uh Obviously, I'm circling my Minnesota Vikings. Now, I, you were saying your Cowboys being a team, they they have a chance. This is the closest uh, of any divisional race right now for the first spot between your Cowboys and the Eagles. And there is a chance coming down the stretch here. We got a chance uh, to see your uh, little flip-flop action happening and the Cowboys moving into the top here, which could, could be a lot of fun. Uh, looking at the schedule kind of ahead of us, what are you thinking about that? Or do, do, do we think that that's a possibility here? Looks like uh, for the rest of the uh, 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 Cowboy schedule, you got Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. So, um, you know, uh, at least you're ending the season with a cupcake. Yeah, yeah, we we got a shot here. We really we would need the the Forty Niners to beat the to beat the Eagles today. Um, I do I feel pretty good about that. And then of course the the Cowboys. If the Cowboys don't beat the Eagles next week, then then it doesn't matter. Then you know there's it's not worth talking about. So if you know if they beat the Eagles next week and the Eagles lose today, then then they're you know in a virtual tie. Then we're going to tiebreakers, and I don't I I don't know how that'll shake out. I know um, divisional record will probably be the same. And uh, the Cowboys beat the Jets, and the Jets beat the Eagles, but the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals, 
and the Eagles will probably beat the Cardinals, I'm sure. So then I, we go to whatever is next conference. conference. Yeah, so I I don't know. Then then we then we get all the maths involved. Um, um, the the if it does get down to you know like uh, you know point differential, the Cowboys have smoked um all the the pretty much all the bad teams they played. So that that'll bode well for them. But um, like I said, if if the Cowboys don't beat the Eagles next week, it doesn't matter. So so if that happens, then then we'll start we'll start looking at the tiebreakers and uh and start hoping from there. Absolutely. Well, and speaking of your Cowboys, they did a uh, nice job taking care of business against what was a very competitive-looking Seahawks team this last Thursday. That ended up being uh, quite a game. Did, did you enjoy watching that one? I know you were saying uh, you skipped out on bowling this week, right? Yeah, I did. I did skip out on bowling, uh, uh, and I'm, I'm glad I did because I, I probably wouldn't have been a pleasant person to be around for for most of that game. It was a tight game. Um, Seriously, I I, I I I wouldn't say I enjoyed watching it, um, but I enjoyed the end of the game there we um, go I, i'm i'm saying now uh jamal adams has has a new father and his name is jake ferguson whoa <laughs> i like that yeah i jake, like that jamal, jamal adams got up in ferguson's face early in the game and then you know like a half hour later ferguson caught caught the game-winning touchdown over him and stared him down loved it oh yeah that's healthy that's and he, he ferguson had a couple other physical plays against uh, adams it felt like later down the stretch driving uh, in the middle of the field there were a couple there were a couple other plays it felt like he was kind of uh, letting him know uh who was dominating that matchup which was uh that was healthy to see well uh okay spinning forward i want to look at this i here's here's one place that gets me uh the afc <laughs> uh there's it feels like there's some crap right here in this five to seven zone let's say it's not all crap I'm not saying in, uh, the, the uh, Indianapolis Colts are crap. I just think that maybe two out of three of these teams, between the Steelers, the Browns, and the Colts, may not be here in the in the playoff race come the end of the season, or may, may not be in their same standings right now. Looking down just beneath them, you have the Houston Texans, who, frankly, have an opportunity here with the Colts to do some kind of level of flip-flopping. The Broncos, who have been on an unbelievable streak over the last uh, month and and change, uh, and, and then a Bills team that we believe metrically should be winning uh, and by a good margin, but for some reason keeps peeing down their own leg. They're, they're, they're Vikings in themselves. I, I don't know what's going on here. They, they, I think that, that those two teams got so close last season. I don't know if you remember that overtime game uh, in November of last season, but I think that they both uh, caught the same, like, you know, VD from one another or something like that, and now these two teams are, like, stuck in this... Uh, <laughs> In this in this middling inability to get over yourself kind of zone. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, we we did hit a, hit a Bills future to to make the playoffs at uh, what Phil posted it. I think it was a plus five hundred or something uh, about a week ago. So hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully they figure things out. They they got a tough schedule coming up. Um, so but hopefully, hopefully they can they can get it done and and, and they'll need some help. Of those th- three teams that you mentioned that are sitting in the playoffs, uh, Steelers, Browns, Colts. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if if all three of them get jumped. I would say, if I were to take one of them to to uh, still make the playoffs, I would probably say say the Steelers. Um, you know, with Mike Tomlin, they're they're always finding a way to win. And now, uh, without Matt Canada dragging them down, that offense actually did. You know, they finally got over that four hundred yard hump, 
and they just had they had trouble uh, putting the ball in the end zone. So if they if they can figure figure that part of the game out, they they should be just fine down the stretch. Um, Browns Browns don't have a quarterback right now. They have a great they have a championship defense, but they they do not have a quarterback, and it's tough to win in this league without a quarterback. And you know, same with the Colts. Colts Colts are running out Gardner Minshew, um, and he's he's a fine backup, but he's he's not a not a starting caliber NFL quarterback. Um, but yeah, I, I would say out of the three of those, I, I would like take the Steelers out of the three of them to make it. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, Houston, Denver, Buffalo, two out of those three will probably make it in. For some reason, Pittsburgh has, has the propensity here this season to be like a 12 win team. I don't know why it's dumb. It's really there. It's yeah. not fun. It's the opposite of fun. It's like, it's like, it's like, uh, going to a football game uh, and actually seeing baseball. That's like it's it's like it's kind of what it feels like with the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Um, I don't know. I I totally agree with you. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, out of any of those three teams, are the one that would probably stick around. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, also, we're gonna touch on the Colts a little bit later because I know I got a little something about about that. But uh, speaking of the Browns, they're starting Joe Flacco today, right? Is is, is if DTR does not uh, pass con- concussion protocol, we got Joe Flacco at QB, right? I think I think that's right. Yeah, I think we think they're running, going to run out old Joe Flacco today. Okay, I have heard some describe him as a human fumble factory, and so I <laughs> am very much interested in that because if if the if the Cleveland Browns do that, I might be uh, I might be looking at the oppo side trying to see if uh, maybe I can find like um, I don't know uh, s- s- some way to get on either a defensive touchdown or uh, s- some some malady occurring uh, while Flacco is on the field because to me generally speaking it feels it feels like uh, that might be a side I want to be on I, I I don't know if uh, aged uh, I remember I remember what Flacco did here uh, I live I live in Denver right now so I remember what Flacco did last he was on the field it was uninspiring to say the least and uh, this is definitely throwing darts at the board right now for um uh for, for this Brown squad so. Overall, I mean, I, I, I I'm feeling like that Browns team is is can't remain in the sixth spot. If anything, they're gonna they may stay in it, but they're gonna drop down in the seventh spot because that defense is is a championship level defense. It feels like it's the problem is they're just marred by a, a Vikings level offense. So uh, this they need to figure their shit out. Um, and it does. It feels like a team like the Texans, team like the Broncos, team like the Bills. There's room in there for some of those teams to make it out. It, feel, uh, it seems as we continue down looking at the AFC, the Bengals. It feels like it's curtains on their season. Raiders are plucky, but also, man, I, I would love to see Antonio Pierce sneak them into the playoffs here. Uh, but it just does not seem like that's going to be in the cards for the Raiders. Uh, looking at their schedule going down the stretch here, uh, yeah, oh yeah, they got they got an automatic loss next week against the Vikings right there. Of course, <laughs> obviously, of course. <laughs> just kidding. Of course, just kidding. Uh, but okay, there's there we go. Stoppable force, movable object. Chargers versus Raiders. That game. Uh, yeah, this this does not look like necessarily the greatest kind of schedule. You got you got some borderline playoff teams here with the Chiefs, Colts, Broncos, and Vikings all coming down next week or over the next few next month for the Raiders. I don't like that. Chargers going to charge her. Titans. They can only win at home. I'll be talking about that later too. Uh, and then okay. Wow. Jets down here at fifteen. Do we think Rogers? I'm gonna ask you about this later too. I think a little bit, but medical opinion. Do we think that Rogers like is it, could come back and actually would play for this team, or do we think that that's just like him dangling a carrot in front of the the Jets a little bit? 
I mean, on one hand, I hope so because I hit uh, uh, Rogers' comeback player of the year at like plus thirty three hundred a, a few weeks ago. Uh, I mean, medically, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I know uh, I'm still in the mindset that it takes about a year to come back from an Achilles tear. So I don't, I don't know about this new surgery. I don't know a whole lot about it. I know Cam, Cam Akers came back pretty quick uh, when he tore his. So I mean, four four months just seems it seems crazy, but. You know, if if he's medically cleared to go, um, maybe he'll go. I don't know if the if they're out of the playoffs, if they'll let him do it or not. Um, but you know, like my my, my bankroll kind of kind of hopes he does, and uh, <laughs> oh and, yeah, and we can cash that bet. But um, yeah, I I don't know. It's a weird situation, and and I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around it. You know. It, it is it is an odd situation. We'll we'll touch on this just a little bit more because obviously you are our medical expert here uh, in the book club. So you're the person who obviously we look to whenever uh, we're looking at x-rays of Phil's arm or things like that and we don't know what the hell's going on. We need you to kind of break it down for us as our uh, medical scientist here, uh, Egg. So we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit later because I think there's there might be something else up. I think I think there might be something else up. Okay, I'm, I, where's cue, cue the X-Files uh, music? <laughs> but yeah, anywho, but but before we get to all that, we're going to get to our picks in just a second. Let's real quick talk about the Book Club. Book Club, it is our private Discord server chock full of bets, memes, and other sports-related stuff, including prime access to the Speedway Steve 2 picks, Arches Ice picks, we got Costanzas, we got Vinny Bag of Donuts, and you throwing in all kinds of uh, uh, player props, everything. Uh, in addition to having a team of homies with which to sweat through all of the major sports, we got all kinds of sharp homies who provide you sage advice, uh, who, uh, and we'll get you through any kind of game. All you got to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org, or everyonehateswins.com. You can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. Okay, quick recap, Egg, from the midweek show. Uh, I hopped on the my local squad, the Denver Ponies, at plus three and a half. That has since shifted. Uh, looks like across the board to three. Let's double check. Uh, oh, I must. And there it is. Yes, it is at three across the board. Um, right now, and I'm sure happy to have that half point going into the day, uh, obviously at that three number. Um, also on by this week, we got Ravens, Bills, Bears, Raiders, Giants, and Vikings. That's right. You think about what you've done, Vikings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> going forward, hey, uh, do you want me to start going through games and you want to give stuff, or do you want to go give your picks right out the gate and I can, uh, you can go game by game and I can, if I have something on it, we can go into it? Um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll give you a, a couple plays that I'm on here. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have a whole lot today. Um, just, just some props. Um, as far as, as far as the spreads go, I do like, I do like a lot of underdogs. So, you know, when we mm. get to them, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you know, uh, you know, if, if we're agreeing or not. Um, but the first one you said, you said you want to talk about the, uh, the Colts a little bit. So I got, I have one for that game. I got Josh Downs over four and a half receptions, uh, minus one thirty. He's hit this number uh, five out of the last seven games, and last week had thirteen targets. Um, so, so I like I like him to keep keep getting targeted, and uh, the the Titans give up give up a lot of receptions to wide receivers. So uh, let's let's I'm, I'm liking Josh Downs to keep to keep targets up, Minshew to keep throwing the ball, and uh, we only need we only need him to catch five of them. If he gets thirteen receptions of uh, targets, we only need him to catch five uh, to catch that. Uh, again, that's minus one thirty of our bet three sixty five, and it's 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 around that number uh, pretty much at all the books. Awesome, love it, love it. Are there are there were there any other props in this game that you were liking or? Um, right now that's that's the only one. Got it. It's probably negative numbers on QB interceptions in this one, huh? We're not getting <laughs> no no value on the QB interceptions <laughs> in this one, right? Actually, actually, Minshew Minshew was plus. 
Minshew was a, a, a plus number on the uh, interception. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I don't know. I know things. Minshew, Minshew, I got him at plus one fifteen. So, plus so Minshew, which I thought. Yeah, I thought that was a little wild that uh, that he was he was a plus number. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I play every every plus money touch uh, interception uh, quarterback this week. We're on we're on Tua, Herbert, C.J. Stroud, Kenny Pickett, Minshew, Russell Wilson, and Jared Goff all all to throw an interception all at plus money. There we go. Uh, how about this one? Tim Boyle uh, minus two twenty to throw an interception. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. Joe, Joe Flacco is only minus one twenty one. That's not that's not juiced po- too bad for me. That that's that's enticing me. Although I I'm gonna have to find the fumble props for that. All right, uh, look. Okay, let me tell you what I got in this one. It is uh right now uh so, something's going on in Tennessee. Um, and it's not that they appear to be a perfect Belichick Vrabel fever dream of boring milk toast team that could win on a weekly basis. Right now, it's not them. In fact, it only seems uh, they're able to win when they're at home, specifically at their home, not listed as the home team at a neutral site, which has happened. So uh, they are 4-0 and at home and 0-6 and on the road straight up. This is this is facts. This is ugly. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. This will be Will Levis's sixth start. And although he has been improving, I am uh, I, I am in no way sold on this Tennessee team. I don't I, I think that they're a bit of smoke and mirrors. I don't think that they're actually a, a, a legitimate squad, and I think that they can lose big time on a weekly basis. So the fact that this line is that only one kind of fell in love with the Colts. So I'm hopping on Phil's Colts today. I know that you said you like the dogs to bark. Is this one of the ones where you're thinking Tennessee's got a chance? Because I was a little bit concerned with their home record looking at it. Uh, this this isn't one that that I was looking at, so I mean, I c- I could be talked into to either side of this one, to be honest with you. Oh, thank goodness. Well, I will. <laughs> well, I'll, I'm going to keep an eye out. I'm I'm going to dig deeper into this one and see if I can find some more uh, uh, Flacco lack of human achievement related props that I can hop on and uh, and and get us going with. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Hell yeah! All right, Egg. What else you got? All right, I got a. Uh... Really, all I have left is uh, some some anytime touchdown, some anytime touchdown uh, props. Uh, one is one is tomorrow night, so we'll, we'll save that one for the end. But the next one I got is which I thought I thought was kind of a crazy number. We got and Kyler Murray at plus two eighty uh, anytime touchdown. He he's he scored every game since he's been back, um, and I, I like that to keep going. I when I was looking for it, I, I thought it'd be probably around like plus one fifty or so. But I got I got plus two eighty over at Fanduel. Um, so, so I like Kyler Murray to, I know he's playing a tough defense, but I, I, I like Kyler Murray to get, get another one in the end zone today. Um, I'm just going to play this at, at, at a half unit, Saxy. Okay, man, I am seeing this. Uh, I, I just pulled up the odds checker here for this. Yeah, you could still catch that at 260 at FanDuel over there in a points bet. Um, but it is, uh, uh, Caesars has it all the way down at 188 and, and Mo and, and bet MGM's all the way down at 165. So there seems to be a lot of discrepancies in the pricing here, uh, across the board, which is Nice find, Egg. Love it. Love it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. This is not a game that I have any uh, any sides or anything on. Um, obviously, you know, I like uh, picking games that are uh, unwatchable. And boy, is this is this going to test unwatchability as far as a game is concerned. Uh, although the Cardinals, since adding Kyler back, have had a little bit more pep in their step in that offense. It's been, it, it has been a little bit uh, more watchable. Uh, well, the Steelers have continued to be the Steelers. So <laughs> even although although... 
uh, we no longer have Canada to blame. So we, we will move on. We, we will we will hope uh, for uh, brighter days in the future with that squad. Uh, looking at this one, it looks like it's near a touchdown, six and a half right now. Cardinals catching six and a half points on the road. Feels like if there's any side that you want to be on, it's the dog in this one, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. If you're if you're going to bet a side, I'll probably probably bet the Cardinals. But I, I like the Steelers to win this one. Um, oh, you know, hopefully they do because we got, we got that future on the Cardinals under four and a half wins. So hopefully, hopefully they keep losing for us. Exactly, exactly. All right, throw throw me some more props. You got you got any more props for me today? Yeah, I got I got. Uh, you know, I play the uh, one. You know, anytime touchdown parlay every week. Oh yeah, uh, I try to keep. Try to keep the odds around plus eighteen hundred. So that way, we win once, we pay for the season. This one, I I, I couldn't quite get to get to eighteen to one. So it's at it's at about sixteen to one plus sixteen ten. Uh, we're gonna go Ramon J. Stevenson, Jalen Waddle, and Taysom Hill anytime touchdown parlay. Mm. And plus, I got that. I got that plus sixteen ten over bet three six five. Um, at FanDuel DraftKings, it was it was much lower, like like around uh, ten to one, twelve to one. So getting get, uh, value, it, Taysom Hill was the outlier. Was the outlier on them? He had longer, much longer odds at bet three six five than he did over at DraftKings or FanDuel. Um, so so that's that's three guys. You know, I I've bet it every week, and I've come. One leg short, I think three or four times. So hopefully, hopefully this is the one. Hopefully this is the one we get home and, and pays for the season. Like just just a tenth of a unit on this one. You know? Exactly one one tenth of a unit to uh, to get to cash that and hopefully pay for the season. There you go. Well, and hopefully uh, you've been using some of their. I know that there are some books out there that offer some things where you know you you make a three leg parlay, you make a four leg parlay, only miss one leg. Get refunded and uh, get, get to spin that bet back around as like a uh, future or something like that. A coach of the year is what I like to do with that. <laughs> put that put that into a DPOY. You know that that's where that's where those uh, refunded bets go for me mostly. All right. Well, actually, speaking of the New Orleans Saints, you're uh, you're transitioning me right into a game that I'd like to talk about. The Detroit. Our Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Detroit, they have not looked themselves for a couple of games now. Coming off some extra rest, though, I think that Thanksgiving is going to stick in this team's craw for a while. I love the way that Campbell runs the squad uh, and listens to metal music. I can't, I can't help but think uh, that there has got to be some value in the four because the books are kind of wondering if we're going to get uh, the Detroit that we saw for the first 11 weeks of the season or if we're going to get the Detroit that we saw the last couple of weeks in some weird divisional matchups. Now, they did show the ability to bounce back uh, in-game as they did against the Bears, and uh, they got doubled up, as I mentioned, with those uh, two divisional games in a row, including a short four-day week uh, into Thanksgiving. So this is a massive get-right spot for Detroit, in my opinion. Uh, here's the ace up my sleeve, though. They're playing the Saints. Okay, the Saints lost to Desmond Ritter by more than four points last week. So I know that they can give. I we know that we ha- that they have it in their. Uh, it's in the sphere of possibility things that could happen. Uh, they are at home here. Even so, I do think the Lions can pull ahead and get the W. So I'm going to take the Lions minus the four. I feel like this one might be one that you uh you like the dog in. Yeah, I I do I do I I like the dog dog the bark in this one. Um, hopefully that's not just some recency bias, uh, on my part that the, you know, cause the, like you said, the lines have looked pretty bad the last couple of weeks, yeah. but I do, I do like this, the saints at home, uh, get, getting that four and a half points. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry to go against you, but, but I do, I do like the dog in this one, brother. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I agree with you. I think Taysom Hill is the best quarterback on that team. I think that's the problem. <laughs> Okay, I, we're, yeah, we're, you know, we're both we're both on the same mindset here. He's the best red zone option that they have on that team, uh, even with Alvin Kamara on the roster. 
Mind blowing. Mind blowing. <laughs> right. It's it's, it's 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 insane that that's just going on. But I listen. I, th- I think I think we're both in lockstep here. Uh, okay, uh, I got one more game I want to talk about. What else you got today uh, for for us, Egg? I got I have one more uh, touchdown prop, but it's it's for tomorrow night's game. Ooh. Um, I kind of teased it teased it on the on our Wednesday show. Um, we're gonna go Evan Ingram anytime touchdown. He it, we talked about it Wednesday. He's he's got five hundred twenty four receiving yards so far this season with zero touchdowns. So I, I like this to you know for him. You know if you believe into the uh, the old uh, he's due. Uh, no one's been more due than than him right now. So I. I got him at the plus two ninety. It looks like it's still available plus two ninety over at FanDuel. Uh, yep. That's that's the best the best number. It looks like plus two ninety at points bets available too. Um, I, I, I would lock that in also for a half unit. And let's let's uh, get Evan Ingram and you know his first touchdown of the season tomorrow night. Heck yeah! You know uh, those Jags. Uh, they're an interesting squad, and I would love to see Evan Ingram. Absolutely, it is. This is a. It's his time. It's his time. He he's earned. He deserves it. You should get there. I, I I love these anytime uh, touchdown props can be a lot of fun, especially the way that you're mixing them up with, uh, uh, you know, in, in a parlay way. You know, you sometimes those lines feel a bit juice when you see like, you know, uh, something near even money. But if you kind of mix up a couple of those guys that are near even money and here's the thing is an even it feels like even money on a touchdown prop like this. They're, they're kind of telling you that the odds are a little bit better than coin flip, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I think so, and and you know, I, I I like to go you know a little bit a little bit longer than that. unless I'm doing the parlay, then they're they're then they're closer to to even. But uh, yeah, yeah. we got what we got Kyler plus two eighty and and Evan Ingram plus two ninety. So we just need one to hit, and then we're we're profitable. There we go. There we go. All right, I got one more matchup I want to talk about this week. It is the Atlanta Falcons visiting the New York Jets, JetLife Stadium. All right, as I mentioned before, uh, Atlanta ain't great. Uh, on top of that, with Aaron Rodgers already working out from the torn Achilles a couple months back, which, uh, I mean, medical aside time egg, okay? Uh, is, that, is that physically possible, or are they, are they fudging something? Uh, that, that is my question. I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard uh, what you're alluding to. I've heard other people... Exactly. I've See, heard... And that that he's not maybe he never tore. This is just an attention grab for him, which I mean wouldn't surprise me because this dude loves attention more than anybody. But uh, I feel like with with my eyes, I feel like I saw it snap. Right. I, I feel like I saw the Achilles snap. So so I I don't think that's the case, but I still think it's crazy right. for him. Did, you know, did to he not come back in four months? Did he not fully tear it? Like is it is is it is there a way to partially tear? Can, can you like quasi tear? I mean that that would be you know would be uh, a sh- a strain you know that just like like if we pull it pull a hamstring or or oh. or something like that um or a calf muscle and it you know the Achilles tendon's a lot a lot more painful than than that but that's that would probably be something that they wouldn't depending on how bad the the strain is probably wouldn't need surgery mm. um i would think if it's you know if it's a three quarter you know go on Achilles they would probably repair it and it wouldn't it would probably be about the same rehab I don't think it would 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 affect the rehab at all got it got it well okay back to game analysis this is very much a very uh stoppable force movable object game here uh as 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 I look at it um you know the Falcons not necessarily uh, an inspiring team nor are the Jets right now um even though the Falcons are leading the division somehow um 
the Falcons are two and eight against the spread over their last ten. Well, the Jets are three six and one. Uh, not great, but I do remember two months back ago when they beat the Eagles. I, Egg, I feel like you would remember that game for some reason, right? I do. I do. <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, I think we may get that here. An ugly field goal driven high scoreagami potential game here. Let I, I let me see. Do I have? No, I don't have scoreagami pulled up still. But uh, if I was going to pick one, a scoreagami that we're looking at, I'm going to say fifteen eleven or eighteen to nine. Those are the score. Those are the final scores that we're potentially looking at in this game. Something that resembles football uh, when the helmets were made of leather. Regardless, I am hopping on the Jets money line. This is sounds crazy. But Jets right now, oh man, that line has moved. I got them at plus 120 earlier today. It looks like they're down to 116, and that was at DK. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm liking the Jets here. I think the Jets pull out the W. This is, if they if they want to try and entice Rodgers to come back and play on the uh, medical miracle alien Achilles that he has, I, I mean, there's... The only way they do that is if they have a chance. If it seems like they have a chance going forward. and. They're not going to have a chance going forward if they can't beat a team like the Falcons with a backup in there. No, Boyle, not great. No, that this this roster appears to be basically uh, Green Bay two point like Green Bay twenty eighteen two point more or less. This feels a little bit like that. You know, you pull over Randall Cobb, you pull over some of those uh, assets that give Rodgers a nice comfort blanket, make him feel happy. Feels where it's been going for this team. And now the team has to deal with a non-Rodgers quarterback for um, the majority of the season. Problem. However, however, do I think the Falcons are a team that can fall flat on their face and uh, absolutely lose to a Jets team that is very defensively driven and could potentially put up two defensive scores in this game? Yes, I absolutely think that uh, the Falcons can lose in this scenario. And that's why, there's for me, the only side that I'd want to be on it is the home dog money line. Man, you put putting the trust trust in the Jets there. Um, <laughs> I know. I, tell you I what, know. It, it it does feel like a must win for the Jets. They they do have to win this game if if they want any hope of of Aaron Rodgers. You know, playing in a couple weeks against against the Commanders. Um, I tell you what, this I was looking at this game earlier, and it, it it's got it, it qualifies. You know, for the Wong teaser. You know, Ooh. you know, I love the Wong teaser. Oh it, yeah, it's them, and and then it's the Titans. Uh, the two two that will qualify, and I I didn't play it because I I don't know if if I could trust the Jets to you know put any points on board, but you know you're kind of you're t- kind of talking me into it here, Saxy. You know I I, I might take another look and, uh, and you know get get that wonk teaser on the Jets and the and the uh, Titans. So we'll see we'll see if I if I decide to go with it, you know where to find it. There you go, Jets Jets Falcons total thirty three and a half thirty three at some books. So let's say under thirty nine and a half. And <laughs> this feels that it does, does that make it more wongable when the total is that much lower and you're catching a home dog with that many points, uh, with two and a half points, where you you know you then push it up to eight and a half. I mean, if, if there's only going to be thirty three points, that's that's half of like the expected score of one of these teams. Yeah, that that you know when the, when the total's that low. And you're crossing all the all the key numbers uh, on the T's that 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 makes it that much more valuable. And you know what? Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe instead of a Wong, maybe maybe we should do you know what what we'd like to do on the Thursday night games and uh, and do a same game teaser here and and bring that that total up to thirty nine and the Jets right. to uh, to eight and a half. Um, that, is, that that might be that might be a better idea. Does this does this not seem like a Thursday? Isn't this basically a Thursday night game? <laughs> this is essentially a Thursday night game. Speaking of, actually, uh, you know, we may have some weather out here. 
here. That's some of the thing. I uh, for for those who are seeing the visual version of the podcast, egg my computers slowly at Shirley uh, adjusting to the whiteness outside because it is snowing. It is a beautiful Denver snow. It's a little drizzle out there, but we may be getting some snow in some of these games, which could affect these scores. And a uh, dome team like the Falcons really could be affected by this. Now uh, down the stretch. Um, one of the things that I always like to look at in these games, especially late in the season, is who's hungry? Who needs it? Who is the hungriest? And if if I'm going to guess who's the hungriest mongery in this game, I, sorry, it's going to be the Jets. That's 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 my opinion. And so I, 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 it is it is pinch my nose, bet the money line. I'm that's that that's my side. Uh, let's see here. Hey, you got anything else you want to uh, give the listeners this morning? Uh, that's it, brother. That's it. That's it for me for right now. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's take it home. Uh, homies, that's all we got for you this morning. So you can follow us on the podcast, on our Twitter at BackdoorCN and our Instagram page at Backdoor.Bets, where we've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. You join the book club at EveryoneHatesWince.com. And until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.